Today's episode of Welcome to the Horse House is brought to you by longtime listener Steve. Thanks, Steve. Welcome to Horse House. I'm your host, Tristan Horse. Back at you for episode 23. 23. This episode, Welcome to Horse House, is brought to you by 23andMe. Send in some of your cum through the U.S. Postal Service, and in a couple months you'll find out that you're half black. As long as Steven doesn't get to it first. Yeah. <laughs> Use promo code CUMHORSE at checkout and receive 10% off your Ancestry results welcome to the horse house i'm your host tristan horse back at you again for episode 23 of welcome to the horse house welcome to the horse house i'm your host tristan horse back at you back at you again for episode 23 welcome to the horse house where everything is a fetish as long as you're hard enough welcome to the horse house i'm your host tristan horse back at you again for episode 23 of welcome to the horse house i'm your host tristan horse Welcome to the Horse House. I am your host, Tristan Horse. Joined here for episode 23. Welcome to the Horse House. Welcome to the Horse House. I'm your Tristan Horse. Is. It's me in the warm horse blanket, Rudy. So I'm back to the Velvet Podcast. Back with the boys that I love. To a room with Nixon. Emma Shima, back to the horse house that I was, to the horse house that I was. Hey, it's Steven. And we have a very special guest in the studio. Why is the microphone so low now? You're a piece of shit. You're a piece of shit. You're worse than Rudy saying I suck cum at the beginning. (laughs) You're bad. You're bad, and I don't want to do this podcast anymore. It's 2020. There's nothing wrong with sucking cum. Mike stands so low because Steven keeps jerking it up to him. (laughs) Oh, my God. You keep pulling it closer to you. Steven, what do you think? It's another man's dick in an Arby's bathroom or something? Oh, no. It's just falling. Never mind. It's not Steven's fault. I take that back. It's just slowly Joined with me. No, you can't take it back. Joined. All right. Fuck you, then. Fuck you, bitch. Join with us. You guys are like an old married couple. You need to see some like counseling or something. I'm getting kind of concerned. That's what this show's for, marriage. idiot. Yeah, he's like an old married woman because he keeps sucking his boss's dick when he's not home with me. That was good. That was good. It wasn't that good. Hopefully the people at home can hear that. Um, <laughs> yeah, because he's just falling closer to himself! We, uh, Rudy and Steven have to share one mic today because uh, the other mic we had failed. And we have a special guest in studio. Hi, I'm Johnny. It's Johnny, everyone. It's me. <laughs> Steven and Rudy, we're really going to... I'm going to have to get a seating chart I'm trying if to this keeps going. Yeah. I'm going to have to separate you guys. I move it towards me when I'm ready to talk. He just yanks it up to his mouth. Yeah, you can probably... Um, is there no way you can make it higher and then screw it so it stays high? Title of my mixtape. <laughs> it's just fine. Please hold while we uh, sort through these technical difficulties. I used all my strength. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, that's good. Cool. <laughs> Steven, you look very despondent and Muslim right now. Are you okay? I'm great. Thanks for asking. I believe him. I believe him. <sighs> it's a nice crisp day today in Florida. Steven last week said that it was the last crisp day of the year. How would you like to respond to that? You know, the thing they say, uh, weathermen and uh, Calvinists, they're never right and always wrong. Mm. This is not a political podcast. Or religious. I don't like that. Nope. This literally, by definition, in iTunes, is a religious podcast. No. Say it again. By definition, in iTunes, this is a religious podcast. Yeah. This is Florida's number one ranked faith-based Islamo-libertarian podcast. Hallelujah. And we're very... They say hallelujah, it's inshallah, right? No, hallelujah. They don't say hallelujah. Yeah, no, Islam. Leonard Cohen was a Islamo-libertarian. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> also Jeff Buckley, weirdly enough. Yeah. And Rufus Wainwright. Mm-hmm. That's a fake name. You made that you up. You know, the, Rainwright, the Wainwright family is a very illust- has a very illustrious history. There's Luden Wainwright III, their father. There and is Quaaludes. Rufus Wainwright. And there's also Martha Wainwright, sister of Rufus. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, we've had a great time uh, being your guys' ear this Sunday. Uh, take care. Yeah, I don't want to be. Well, you got to touch your hand, and then that's. Or I'll just be louder. All right. I mean, you have an issue with that all the other times, so. Get off your phone. <laughs> <laughs> this is the part of the podcast it's a little early today this is the part where we dip into the andy warhol diaries compiled by pat hackett it was a new york times bestseller for four months in a row that's like an entire season that's like really short isn't it? johnny since you are our special guest today oh shit i will bestow upon you the honor of reading this section of andy warhol's diaries for us did i ever tell you i was illiterate no, but I'm not surprised. Okay, cool. So, since we do not have a February 10th, we have February 11th, which is close enough. Cool. So, this is what Andy Warhol was doing on Friday, February 11th, 1977. If you're listening to this on the 10th, stop it now yeah. and listen tomorrow. Steven, when did Star Wars come out? May something? Uh, I believe so. Not in, not in February, I'll tell you that. I know that episode 3 came out in... On May 19th, 2005. Are you researching it? 25th of May. 25th of May. The Star Wars enjoys the May releases. Nowadays it's December. Johnny. All right. For Friday, February 11th, 1977. Cabbed up to Susie Frankfurt's and there was a lot of traffic. $5. Susie is designing clothes for women who are over the hill. And it's a funny idea. They're the wrong colors, and they emphasize the wrong places. She's going to try to get into that business on 7th Avenue. And she's also trying to go into antiques as a business. She's going to go with us to California on Wednesday. Norton Simon, remember, is her cousin. Did he make a note to himself to remember that that's her cousin? I think so. All right, and that was Andy Warhol's Diaries. Yeah. Dang. Getting off to a bit of a weird start today. It's a little weird. It's a little weird right now. I was, I was, just, weird I was just staring at Miss February the it's, whole time. <laughs> I was getting real <laughs> horny. Our, our Playboy well. magazine from 1987, which is probably displayed in the horse house. What's she wearing on her head? It is. Um, those are called pubic hairs, and it's called her pussy, not her head. Oh, sorry. But, it's uh, upside down. Yeah, yeah. But that is, what's her name again? 
Julie McC- Julie Miscarriage or something. Jeanette McCurdy. It's Jeanette McCurdy. Uh, so uh, you guys feel free to look at her. Rest Get a little Cody. hard if you want. She has terrible handwriting. Yeah, really bad handwriting. Well, what do you expect? She's a whore. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> bad making fun of ray charles because i was in a record store yesterday and ray charles was there there was an album on display with him on it a uh, famous image of him are you He's sure it wasn't the django and chain soundtrack someone put googly eyes on him <laughs> <laughs> i felt really bad because there were googly eyes on other people but i was like maybe you just skip over ray charles yes <laughs> didn't he become blind because like his he fell into like a boiling pot of bath water or well, something? no, it was like into a vat of chemicals at a factory. And uh-huh. Then... <laughs> yes. And then yeah. he became Daredevil? No, he became the Joker, <laughs> baby! Joker. <laughs> was it, it was Daredevil. Was Didn't his dad work at like a gas factory? Yeah, he got chemicals dumped on him, I think. They, uh, the Daredevil movies, in it, they never really wanted to go off on like a trilogy for that, did they? Yeah. They're kind well, of they did. But was that Ben pro- Affleck? Yeah. yeah, it was Ben Affleck and, um, and Colin Electra. And Colin Farrell with and the, the fucking eye. dead shot on the middle of his forehead. Take so my hand, boss. My, Michael Michael Clark Duncan. Michael yeah. Clark. Oh, he gets his fucking kneecap smashed in the movie, doesn't he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's when I King first Pan. learned that getting your kneecaps smashed in is a really bad thing. Yeah, like super. You got a yeah. lot of parts in there. Ooh. It was sad that he died. He was like a big, gentle giant. It may not yeah. be Christopher Mintz Plass, but it's super bad. <laughs> if you ever want to make. Of course, I thought for sure you were getting I'll throw you, I'll throw you a bone, and I'll give you. Uh, yeah, no. but, uh, the um, I think Hillary Clinton style jokes get the eh from here on out. Yes, sir. You, we need to bring back George W. Bush jokes. I haven't heard those in about eleven years. What does that mean? What's a George? W., what's it? What's the epitome of a George W. Oh, Bush you're joke? too young to remember what comedy was back in 2007. Yes, sir. Yeah. It was all George W. Bush. No, but. No, I'm saying, like, based on context, Steven's saying, like, the jokes like, uh, Pokemon go to the polls, Mm -hmm. like, that gets the mummy. I'm Mm. wondering, did Bush, did dubs, did the dub, did he have a specific joke style? If you, if you only watch dubs, you're not a real anime fan. I don't like you. Yeah, if, only subs only. Did you watch, did you ever watch Josh Berlin? You guys sound muffled. (laughs) Bring the microphone up more, please. (laughs) For God's sake. It keeps sagging. I mean, most, I think George W. Bush style comedy is just using words you don't mean very confidently. While choking on a pretzel. Oh, that's, he was watching the Super Bowl in the in his room, right? Camp and he, David. He choked and like hit his like uh, he had a big bruise on his chin. Mm-hmm. He almost died. He was he was choking so violently on a pretzel that he fell and hit his chin on a table. Mm-hmm. And then um, Gerald Ford also fell in the White House and also like uh, bruised his forehead really bad. You ever see Gerald Ford when he was young? Hot as fuck. Oh, yeah. He was mm. he was also an all star football player at yeah. the University of Michigan. He was tasty. So was um Daddy you, know, you never know. But uh, even Richard Nixon was hot back in the day. Yeah. Back in like the twenties. Reagan's like the quintessential hot president. Yeah, right? I mean he was a fucking actor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I Steven, mean, don't, I, no, listen, I think I none think, of us like Reagan in here as a president, but you, you, you can't let that influence no, how I get, hot he, he was, was back he in was, the day. He was a handsome uh, movie star. I think Gerald Ford was cuter though. Gerald really? Ford had that yeah. ru- like rugged masculinity to him. Yeah, all. Gerald Ford could have been like a like a Chris Pratt, Chris, Chris yeah. Pine type. Yeah. I gotta look this Reagan, up. Reagan is more like a, I don't know, like a Sam Worthington. Real quick while Rudy looks, let me get you some banana chip ASMR. Ooh. Let me just echo up in here. Let me just... See what I'm saying? Yeah, he's rugged. Can you... I'm he's trying to do ASMR. I already got it. I'm getting horny over presidents. Shut up real quick. 
Very good, boys. Yeah, this good. guy was pretty hot. <laughs> you guys are right. <laughs> you. Who was that? Um, he's holding up a picture of a child. <laughs> who's the president of a child, Gerald the, Ford? Who's the president that looks just like Alec Baldwin? He was in, in the 1850s. He was like 1853. He was president. Franklin Bi- Pers. Billy Baldwin. No, what was what was his name? He looks just like um. He was super hot when he was young. Zach Taylor. No. Grover Cleveland gives me those daddy vibes. <laughs> yeah. Um, you're not talking about James Buchanan. No. Um, I think you're talking about Franklin Pierce. I mean, the Millard mistake. Fillmore. Millard Fillmore. Millard Fillmore. Look up Millard Fillmore when he was hot. We'll post it. We'll post all this shit onto the Twitter page. The last mm-hmm. of the wigs. I made the mistake of googling Alec Baldwin president, and it was a bunch it's of Trump SNL. Well, Trump SNL, but primarily like shit post like HuffPo articles that are like Alec. Would you ever run for president? Oh my god. <laughs> It would be kind of cool to have a president who beats people up who he doesn't like. Yeah. Because he's a really bad problem with violence. I mean... And also calling it like his 11-year-old daughter a fat pig. Was I, that him? I actually recently listened to him on another podcast. And was he on a podcast? Was, yeah. He, well, he has his own podcast, but he was a guest on a different Alec Baldwin one. has his, his own yeah. podcast? We're in direct competition with Alec Baldwin? <laughs> he, he said that uh, you know paparazzi was so close to his wife that he almost chipped her tooth with his camera. Yeah. And he said... That he wasn't going to wait for the cops to get there. That he was going to deal with it himself. Chad, he should have shot the guy. That'd been even cooler, right? I know it's a point. It's a, it's actually a point of historical contention whether the photo is actually him or not, or whether it was like um, propaganda. But that young Stalin picture is sexy. Yeah, is that actually yeah. Stalin? Because he was hot as hell. Well, that's that's the, that's the, some people question whether it was actually. The only bad part is he was a manlet. He was what like five six. Was he really? Yeah, Stalin was super short. I like him short. He was as tall as Mike Bloomberg. Stalin was shorter than than fucking Napoleon. Yeah, Napoleon. Well, that's that's something in history that people get wrong. Yeah. Napoleon was like five eight, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. and also like a lot of people like that's kind of tall for Frenchmen back then. Well, first of all, it was like English propaganda. Yeah. Really short. Also, yeah. second of all, if you're like one of the world's most powerful dudes and like a mover to shaker, are you going to surround yourself with shrimp people? Exactly. Or is yeah. it going to be like your burly fucking French yeah. boys? That, that's why Trump, uh, all of his aides and advisors are midgets. Yeah. He has sorry, tiny people tiny happy no, people. small little people they're little, little people mithril people yeah. retraction Hobbits. i apologize Wars. i apologize to the small community i did not mean to say the m word yeah but just remember in the future don't dig too greedily and too deep yeah what is that mean? the mines of moria <laughs> what is that the is, that, is that a dune reference that's a lord of the rings reference. Mines of moria. i watched dune recently have you seen dune johnny david lynch yeah, yeah. and sting it, it's the most undavid lynch movie ever made really there's is. there's there's only like a couple there are a couple of whispers of it being a david lynch movie throughout yeah i dream for a jordorowski dune yeah the documentary about that? it's good though is that out the holy uh, mountain yeah the guy that Rudy. did holy mountain and oh yeah uh, you guys talk about them a lot jordorowski yeah, yeah he's amazing he yeah he was gonna dune. do dune there's a documentary about the making of I mean, the making of the movie that never was. It never went. Pre- it was only ever pre-production, right? Yeah, yeah. the yeah. artwork it is w- amazing. You to talk- have a surrealist Dune would be so fucking cool. You, oh, yeah. you talk about, and it really would have fit the book better. Oh, yeah, but, but you talk about a Jodorowsky Dune, like I talk about a David Lynch Return of the Jedi. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh. The, one of my favorite stories is David Lynch talking about him and George Lucas having a meeting meeting at like a restaurant, and Lucas was like trying to get him to do Return of the Jedi, and, and he kept talking about he, Chewbacca. He, he, was, he was talking about something called a Wookiee in my. My head was hurting so bad and then he mu- fucking he fucking goes and does dune yeah he, he wrote the script and everything too yeah. mm-hmm. he, he he didn't he, he doesn't like science fiction he said he never read dune didn't even know what it was <laughs> but he took the job and like for six months he wrote the script that movie is a bit of a turd 
Yeah, um, there are is. some cool parts in it. Kyle MacLachlan's great always. Yeah, I love that. And that's the, that's what kind of brought them David Lynch and Kyle MacLachlan together. I wanted to put Moadib in Northern Wyoming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of just a lot of early blue screen in that movie. It does, yeah. it does not age well. It's charmingly bad, but yeah. it's not good. I'm looking forward to Villeneuve's uh, Dune. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, we'll see what happens with Was that. Frank Herbert still alive whenever they made it. Who's Frank Herbert? The guy who wrote Dune. <laughs> oh, I know nothing about Dune. I don't. Uh, it was eighty. So I'm, I'm sure he was alive. Right? That book came out in 65. Like, how do you not bring the author as, like, a creative consultant? Well, that's what... Sometimes people say, fuck off and don't. Um, Stanley yeah. Kubrick and Stephen King. They did that with um, yep. Sapowski. Or Rod Dahl. Stephen, Stephen King still hates The Shining. He hates it because it's better yeah. than his book. Yeah. Yeah, book it's, it's funny because um, he got mad at Stanley Kubrick, and Stanley Kubrick said, "I didn't, I don't like the book. It's not written well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so I made it better." That's like well, Tim Burton in the first Batman movie. Well, yeah. but also like Kubrick is like a is a master of his work, and Stephen, it's true. Stephen King's latest headline was that he deleted Facebook. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, ha- does he still release good books? <laughs> Sometimes I wonder eh. how he can write such big books. How do you write such big... I mean, it's a talent. Did you be able to write 900-page books. You saw his desk for, like, 20 years or whatever, yeah. right? It's like, this Like this is where I did cocaine and uh, put in typewriter ribbons. Which one is it? Is it Kojak? He has no memory of ever writing? I think so. Yeah, it's something like, like that. Half he has of no them, memory has no at all of writing, writing All because that dumb bitch hit him with a van. He did get hit by a car, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, that's like what... But it's hard to... It's hard to... Up. It's hard to write books. I mean, like, all the people that, like, are constantly screaming at George R. R. Martin. Like, you just have to write these, like, long fucking books and well, all even if you're successful all of your fans are like you have to finish it before you die yeah, yeah which it, is it, fucked up. it's in, in defense of george rr martin it's kind of hard writing a book when you're immobile and it's when you when you're each of your arms weighs 100 pounds it's hard to lift them up for a typewriter or a every day is a weird day for you it's weird that it's weird that uh you would yell at him for that when in fact it just like makes you horny that's only for women fat men should be shot in the head <laughs> and on that, where's my gun? I need to kill myself since I said that. <laughs> you might as well save a bullet for yeah. me too, bud. <laughs> we'll just line all ourselves. Yeah, I didn't up like that. You, I didn't. I didn't like that you were making direct eye contact with me when you said that. <laughs> it's time you all know the horse house is a suicide cult for overweight. There, there was that. Um, there was that. Um, not, let's talk a little more about failed movies that only went pre-production. The Kevin Smith Superman movie starring Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Uh, was Kevin Smith supposed to direct that? He was supposed to I direct it. I thought it was Tim... It? Was it Tim Burton? Oh, Kevin's Tim Burton was supposed to direct oh, that, it. He wrote it. He wrote it. Kevin Smith and, wrote it, yeah. Yeah, and Tim yeah. Burton wanted a giant spider in it. And yeah. he was like, what? This is it, a really cold take. I think it's been said many times. Nick Cage would be a great Bizarro Superman. Oh, oh definitely. Since yeah. like they avoided, because Bizarro Superman's kind of problematic in current year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like they, they got around it in whatever, it wasn't, was it Batman versus Superman? There's a whole thing where like Lex makes Doomsday using the way that they made Bizarro. Yeah. And they're like, okay, everyone that wanted that wanted mentally challenged Superman, <laughs> we gave you this. We're not going to give you me Bizarro. Well, they right. should just cast a mentally challenged person to play Bizarro, get Gary Busey to play Bizarro. Oh so it's not, you're God, not making fun perfect. of mentally disabled people. You're oh, you have one playing. Get RJ Mitt from a uh, Breaking Bad. Is that the Cripple Son? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I never watched that show. Get, um... I only watch Kino. Where's Uncle Hank? <laughs> what did you do with Uncle Hank? Stop it. <laughs> it's too good. He gave a really good performance. Yeah, no, it was great. Well, it's funny, on this set, they, like, he had an acting coach teach him how to, like, dial up his cerebral palsy. Yeah. Because he is that, actually... Is that true? Yeah. yeah. yeah he he actually, doesn't talk like that. He has I, it, I got lessons he, on how to... T- 
dial mine down. That's weird. I'm, yeah. Well, it worked clearly. It doesn't scan over audio at all. Yeah, t- take the mask off, Tristan. Did Thanks, it work? guys. I really appreciate it. <laughs> but yeah, no, he had an acting coach because, like, it's like I only have a mild form of this. Teach me how to fucking just give well, in. Do you know what the sad part? Take this down a little bit to sad. Do you know what the sad part about cerebral palsy is? There's nothing wrong with their brains. They have normal brains. You just their functions are well. Palsies are all muscle, right? So yeah. a lot of people think that they're like mentally challenged, but they're they're trapped in their oh, bodies. Yeah. And it's yeah. very it's very sad. Yeah, yeah. So um, cool. Welcome to the Horse House. <laughs> I'm your host Tristan Horse. There's this, there's a really cool clip of them trying on the Superman outfit for Nicolas Cage, and you can see like Kevin Smith in the background, and he just he has a dead look in his eyes because what what you're seeing, Nicolas Cage dressed as Superman bad yeah. he has long gross hair well, that's why it's so great bizarro me. yeah oh. and then they had the cool henry cavill with the cgi yeah. upper lip speaking of which can we talk a little bit about the witcher i i you guys talk about it i don't know anything give about me one it. second okay national treasure three it is coming it's out coming, soon it's coming and we're getting the gang back together yeah john voight i Helen can't Mirren, i really can't wait the guy actually. from the guy from uh the hangover the lady that has the dutch pennsylvania accent in the first ken movie and no accent in the second movie ken jong from the hangover no the guy that gets kidnapped in the first one ken the ken jong's his name right yeah he um dr he, ken jong yeah yeah he's actually like practicing like he practices medicine yeah, and yeah. um he's he's a judge on the masked singer yep and my grandparents always like to talk to me about the mass singer. They Mask always, off. They always say, "We love the mass singer." Quote, except for that Oriental man who talks Damn. so much. Wow. <laughs> they talk wow. so much too. They said he talks way too much. He's super annoying. Not only is he Oriental, he's yappy. Yeah. Too. They um. They also like the voice a lot. Is Pharrell still a judge on the Voice? I don't know. My grandpa was talking to me. He says, "I like that frog guy. He wears the sharpest hats." And I said, "Yeah, you're kind of right. He Not does. Wrong. He does." He's also some like eighty four. Pharrell's also like eighty four years old. Yeah, yeah. He was producing music in the early nineties. Who are the other Black hosts on the Mass Singer? Gwen. No. Why are we calling it the Mass? Okay, so I have, the a, I, have singer. A, I have a confession to make. What? Um, I I watched the Mask Singer. Yeah. So yeah, is it a good show? It's, it's pretty. It's pretty funny. Yeah, like they had uh, Weird Al on there one time. Uh, no, they they've they've thought they had Weird Al on it. Oh but it really? Wasn't him. Oh, they had uh, Lil Wayne. Oh, that's as a robot. How can you disguise it? it they, they have a voice. It sounded changer, just right? like him, and none of them could guess. <laughs> really? They're all fucking idiots. <laughs> well, they should have known it was him when they heard no, the lighter who sound the, effect. Who are the judges? The uh, Robin <laughs> Thick. Okay, so idiot. Yep. Uh, Jenny McCarthy Wahlberg. Everybody get Very out. Very smart. Um, and uh, wait, Jenny uh, McCarthy, Jenny McCarthy Wahlberg. You know, good for her for being an anti-vaxxer and still being famous. Good yeah. for her <laughs> being, being very vocally anti-vax too. <laughs> and, and then uh, uh, Nicole Scherzinger. Oh, Pussycat, Pussycat Dolls. Doll, bitch. Yeah. yeah, don't know her. Okay, so she wants like, to fuck all of the masked people. Yeah. Like, it's it's hilarious. <laughs> just suck your masked dick. Yeah, she's like, yeah, she gets hot for all of them. This is what it's they want to take from you. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so a bunch of idiots. But I do want to bring it back to one thing that Tristan just said. Everybody, get up. I love I love Blurred Lines. Dude, I, I was unironically hey. the biggest Blurred Lines fan. That song was so... You used to, and you used to ride around in your car and blast and Blurred blast. Lines. And then it, it, it's a it's fin, it's thinly veiled song about sexual, like, raping a woman. No, it's... Yeah. I, mean, about, that's what I put this in your drink. I got it from Jamaica. Yeah. It's like about, like, Spanish Fly or some shit. Yeah. You know, blurring the lines between consent and non. Is that really why it's called blurred lines? I don't though? think so. <laughs> I can't just really about me being a rapist. <laughs> and then Robin, and then Robin Thicke's dad died. Alan Thicke, rest in peace, Alan. Thicke. Is that true? I thought I thought that was bullshit. Rest in no, peace, Alan Thicke. Oh. 
Soundbite of Alan oh, no, Thicke. Robin Thicke died. Uh, um, Alan Robin Thicke, Thicke is died. dead. Robin Thicke, his career Wish. went down after he dressed up as Beetlejuice and Miley Cyrus like twerked. And then his turkey. And then ass. his wife divorced him, and he made an old, a whole album trying to get his wife back, and she did not. That's what Bob Dylan did in the seventies. Except Bob Dylan's albums were good. And yeah. yeah, Blood yeah. and the Tracks, great album. It always works for me to come they, to the Kena. They really couldn't figure out Lil Wayne though. No, it sounded just like like hey, like me and my Wayne. sibling were sitting there and we're like, oh, that's, that's Lil Wayne for sure. Yeah, like that's and they're like, I think it might be Sean White, the uh, snowboarder. <laughs> what? Like, what was this? And Robin Thicke has done multiple songs with mm-hmm. Lil Wayne. Damn. Can, you, can you walk me through what? happens on the mask singer okay so there's like 10 or 20 or a thousand different celebrities <laughs> it's one of that those. are dressed in these ridiculously extravagant outfits that are like animals or like weird monsters They're all pretty or something. much washed up celebrities are now right no there's actually some big ones yeah. big ish yeah. i mean like you know like wayne brady won hmm. season two spoilers i was gonna say how does one win but please yeah so they like come out on stage and they sing a song and then basically they try to guess who it is, and the audience tries to guess who it is. And then at the end of the episode, they vote who their favorite is, and whoever gets the least amount of votes, they take their mask off, and they're out of the competition. Okay. Yeah, T Pain won the first season. I love T Pain. T Pain's awesome. He's actually a legitimately good singer he's too. He's a really People good think singer. Just he uses auto tune. Everything. He's yeah. also like a bad singer. Like really well spoken. Yeah. He's very articulate. He yeah. was um, before like legalization was a was a big thing. Mm-hmm. He uh, like weed legalization. Yeah. Oh. Sorry. Um, yeah, he was like a big uh, big proponent and like went on like Nancy Grace and shit. Really? There's a really funny clip that, of like Nancy Grace just fucking reeing at him. Uh, oh fuck! I love that's it. two chains. It is two chains. That I was is, being oh, racist. No. That is one hundred percent two chains. <laughs> Never mind. T Pain's retarded. Never I mind. I wasn't. I wasn't going <laughs> to call you out on it, but just like I was getting. Pa- All black people look the same. Stop! <laughs> stop. <laughs> wow. I can say that I am one. Oh, that's, oh, that's true. Right. Say, okay, say the N word then. On BBC, uh, they did a, a package for Kobe's passing, and they just showed pictures of LeBron James the entire time. Wow. I keep saying LeBron. See, though. so it's they a don't even—they thing. don't look alike at so all. So you get them mixed up. LeBron's sometimes. kind of a homely man. To be no, honest. like LeBron is like built and big. Kobe, Kobe was, was handsome. Live. Kobe was very handsome. Yeah, Kobe was more like lean. Yeah. Do, you, do, you know, do you know what the worst part about Kobe Bryant dying is? His daughter died too, so I can't make fun of it happening. Mm. I mean, you can't. I feel bad making fun about some, a child who died. You know, a man, right, right, a grown right, man, right. is like, oh, funny, helicopter, go boom. Right, right, but, you right, know, the right. daughter's on there and a bunch of other kids, too. You know, it gets a fart for me. I just, I just can't do it, you guys. guys. Ever- I know you guys come to the podcast every week to hear hilarious jokes about Kobe Bryant's passing. But since his daughter, Malaya or Sasha, whichever one, was on the um, <laughs> helicopter with them, I can't. So if you came there here today to hear Kobe jokes, I can't. I'm sorry. He was the goat. Right. Have you guys ever heard of six four five AR? God damn it! No, so I, I don't want to hear it. What is that? He's a rapper. Oh, he's pretty cool. Can can I play you some of his work? Yeah, go for it. Oh, let's he's hear some really of his good. work. He's really good. This song is called Ford to Trap." Steven SoundCloud Corner.
This is right here. <laughs> so terrible. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's your favorite segment of the week, Rudy's Crypto Corner. Oh, it's fun. that time of the week again, where we gather together with all of our friends, and we turn up our radio, and we listen to the show. It's Rudy's Crypto Corner. Ba-da-dow. So I did no preparation for it this week because crypto's dumb. Oh. I don't like it anymore. <laughs> oh, Rudy, I'm sorry. It's already inconvenient for me sometimes. Rudy, I'm sorry. It just it, it's on a timer. It's on a timer. Oh, shucks. It's on a timer. Oh, fuck. I can't control it. You know, when they want to start singing, they sing. You know, I can't control them. Who's they? They can't be silenced. You, yeah. Yeah. We've been trying to silence them for about 20 years. Like. <laughs> Right. Do it. It's resulted in many civilian deaths, and they still won't pipe down. Mm-mm. That was your George W. Bush joke of the day. You like it, Rudy? No. So, the Democratic debate was last night. Mayor Pete Buttigieg, he was going ham. He is what I would call the best, the coolest candidate. He's a veteran, which I enjoy. And he's also um, Maltese. And has a husband named Chastin Buttigieg. Buttigieg. So he's been beefing with Senator Bernard Sanders lately. And when asked about the debate, he had this to say. (laughs) God damn it. I guess he was just trying to get that cheese, huh? You know? <laughs> Nibbling around the edges. Bad. <laughs> Folks, we have a rat problem. And, you know, um, it's interesting because um, Mayor Pete loves cheese. He is a bit of a rat. Especially for Bernard Sanders, he's a bit of a rat. And uh, But, you know, um, getting the cheese um, is another term for anal sex. And you see, I don't know if you guys know this, but Mayor Pete Buttigieg... He's what scientists would call a homosexual and what people like us would call a gay man. And you see, Rudy, a straight couple? Well, nowadays, it don't need to be a couple. It, it, it can be a one-night stand or something like that. You don't need to be a couple to have sex these days. Now, straight sex, Rudy, the penis, PP thing that hangs off the bottom of you, mm-hmm. looks kind of like an acorn glued on your torso, it, goes, it gets hard. It gets rigid and hard. Mm-hmm. For some people. Yeah. For some people. For me, it gets too hard, and I um, pass out. Too much blood goes into it. I have a gigantic penis. And um, and the man will put his, his rigid peeny in the woman's aroused vagine. And now uh, the vagine Does is it have usually... To be aroused? Y- uh, ask, ask Harvey Weinstein. What is I don't know. soaking? Um, and so the vagine is usually about four inches deep. When it's aroused, the vagine is about five um, inches deep. Um, once you get past the five inches, you start hitting the woman's cervikes, and the cervikes it hurts them very bad to get hit. Yeah, you go through it. Yeah, you just into go the uterus. It. Yeah, and um, and so uh, for a gay man, this isn't for Mayor Pete, for Mayor Pete Buttigieg, who is a rat. It's not the same for him and Chastin. Now, Chastin Buttigieg, um, he has um, an anus vagine. It's like a vagine where poopy come out of. 
And and so what the what Mayor Pete does, or what is done to him, the penis instead of going to the vag- the vagine, uh, it goes into the um, pooper, as some would say, um, but the anus. And so with a home with a heterosexual couple, the the rigid penis goes into the vagina, Rudy, the vagine. And um, with a gay man, he it goes to the anus, um, or the rectum. The or the yeah uh, the does the rectum have a cervix the rock the cervix um it depends sometimes the cervix is there and you hit it and sometimes it's not the cervix um consistency is mushy and brown um so sometimes you hit the cervix it matters if they do an anima um uh anime <laughs> and um and so homosexual sex or do you see is when the penis goes into the man's boot mm. Cool. Oh. I hate this bit. Um, so yeah, if you make a Twitter account and and under any of Pete Buttigieg's yeah tweets, post the rat emoji. Rat emoji. He's not only not only are you homophobic, you're somehow an anti-Semite. Yeah. Um. Well. Um. A Maltese person is Jewish. Well, so um. Watches uh the horse house. I guess apparently with the two leftist hosts, uh, turn really homophobic and start eating <laughs> the left. Stop. Start going in really hard. Give Bernie money. I am once again asking for your financial support. I am once again asking to hit your jewel. Financial support. Now, here is... That was not what he sounds like. You guys are lucky today. I am a baby. Everyone in the studio, you're lucky. People listening right now are lucky too because we have a second viral audio clip of the week that comes straight from Wuhan, China. Now, just to to, kind of prep you guys a little bit pete Buttigieg probably knows a little about prep what when i say woo you say hand woo hand woo hand when i say woo you say hand woo hand woo hand when i say co you say rona co rona co rona when i say jew you say che jew che jew Okay, that's Democratic correct. People's that's Republic of North Korea. We up here um, and we nice to meet you. It's a DPRK. It's no North in there. It's mm-hmm. the Democratic People's Republic of Korea. Yeah. So um, say what you will about them, they don't have any fatalities. Anime. Yeah, yeah, it's true. They uh, they never get the flu. They don't do anything. Some They're say good. Otto Warmbier was the first person to die from coronavirus. He was a, he was a hero. Um, actually, no, he wasn't a hero. Everything that the, the North Koreans did to him, he deserved. He was a nice. imperialist pig. Um, so, just to let you guys know, the video, it's, um, it's of the skyline, it's from someone's apartment, way up in the clouds, and they're panning <laughs> around, they're panning around to uh, all the other buildings surrounding them, and this is the noise, have you guys seen any of this? Mm-hmm. No. This no. is the noise that's coming out of the buildings, and this is real. Sounds like hell. <laughs> so the coronavirus showed up as they were having the World Cup. That's kind of unfortunate. And that's actually a real video. Everyone's Olé. everyone's in their homes shouting from the windows. Why? Because they're fucking bored. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, well, that's the thing. Um, it sounds scary, but I guess according to the news, they're all shouting support to each other. It, it's all news. like we're going to get through this. We're probably all going to die, but it's we're going to get through this wait, together. Like CCP news. 
like, like, is it, is it like, is it state news? media? Oh, no, this is just someone who posted oh. it. Someone in China I really like it. the idea that you're like, well, no, like, according to the state sponsored media, oh, no, everyone's no, just like really no, happy no, with no. everything. But, you know, um, I, I wouldn't mind being in Wuhan, China right now. They force you to stay in your house. Yeah. I don't know if they bring you food or not. Doubt it. Um, yeah. They've been like welding like little I beams on the outside of people's doors. Is that true? Yeah. Um, but you know, I wouldn't mind being forced to stay in my house all day and hang out and watch a Netflix, um, Netflix and chilling with my family. Maybe Chinese mm. Netflix is really dope too. Yeah, uh, I'm sure. They do you want to do that? I'm sure they don't even have Netflix in China. No, I don't think <laughs> no. they do. They only have Mr. Beam. Why you Beam, Mr. Beam. <laughs> they only have Mr. Vimeo. Bean in China. Yeah, they they have Vimeo and they have um, what's the Walmart streaming service? Uh, voodoo yeah voodoo they have voodoo there uh so those are the people of china so what do um, they eat when they run out of food that same thing they've been eating for years rats each I other mean, they they may not they may not be johnny thunders but they are living off of chinese rocks <laughs> that's supposed to be i'm living on a chinese rock What's that and song? That's a Ramones. What's that song about? It was originally by Johnny Thunder, who was in the New York Dolls. Who was the lead singer of the Ramones. Everything I own is in the pawn shop. The only bands I listen to are bands that have Mark Bolin as their lead vocalist. So I only listen to T-Rex. Oh, man, so good. Who needs, who needs TV when I've got T-Rex? T-Rex, one of the best glam rock bands of all time For one sure. of the best just rock bands of all time i love yeah. t-rex mm-hmm. and it was mostly just all bolin too mm-hmm. he was like he spearheaded the whole thing bolin and then a dude on fucking bongos yeah yeah discuss literally discussing uh mark bolin and then the new york dolls you just listed uh the two major uh influences of, of morrissey. morrissey yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i liked when morrissey came out with his autobiography and he forced penguin to classify as a penguin classic yeah yeah <laughs> Um, Morrissey is everyone's favorite problematic person. Yeah, he, he's, 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 he can say whatever he wants, and people still say, well, he makes good music. He's for sure a problematic fave. Yeah, but um, he makes great music. The Smiths were fantastic. Um, his solo stuff suffers nowadays. Yeah, um, for sure. There's no more, like, your arsenal coming out. There's no, no more. No suede head. Yeah. Um, so that's Tristan's final clip of uh, the week. Uh, thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, our work paid off. The work for me, Stephen Rudy, The Noid, Scott Bayo, Roger Stone, everyone involved. James Woods is back on Twitter, baby. James Woods, he's Whoa. back. He's better than ever. He he was a little sweet in his first couple tweets. Um, you know, his return to his throne on Twitter.com. And here's a nice little eulogy he did for Lee Wen Young. Uh, the doctor who um, alerted the public about coronavirus, who died recently. Um, here's a nice little eulogy that James Woods uh, tweeted for him. When we speak of heroic whistleblowers, it is men like Dr. Lee Wingliang who literally sacrificed his life to save the world. Then, of course, there are those other kinds of whistleblowers, like deep state Democrats, for example, slithering in the swamp. Thank you so much, James Woods. <laughs> We are so happy you're back. And, Not a you know, political podcast. You're, <laughs> you're, you're spreading the love to everyone on Twitter.com. And I think uh, Twitter is a better place since you're back. Thank me later. Uh, if it wasn't for my efforts and everyone else's efforts and our, our crack team of prison breaker outers like Mr. John Voigt, The Noid, 
Um, who else was in his? This is a long. This is many podcasts ago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Colonel Alexander Vindman's twin brother. <laughs> That's not true. Um, <laughs> I, I, I oh. for me. The, uh, the the mummy noise. It's it kind of an ambiguous response to jokes. Well, that's that we, the beauty of it. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, does this mean it's good or bad? Who knows? Uh, it's kind of like oh. friendship. Why did you say it like yeah. that? Uh, so now it's time to dip into <laughs> friendship ended with Whitney Houston. Uh, <laughs> mummy voice is new best friend. Yeah, kiss my ass, kiss my ass. Um, so now it's time to dip into the Horsehouse voicemails. You can reach us. The Welcome to the Horsehouse boys. The number for that is 321-323-9521. If you want to reach us, it's Cocoa Beach, 321-323-9521. Wakaiva Springs. We have one, two, three, four, five voicemails to get through today. In my bank loaded segment here. Nice. The first one comes from the most handsome man in New York City, uh, Chris. Hey, boys. Yeah, I just wanted to kind of call in with some good news um i finally i've i've quit drinking and i'm pretty excited about it it just wow. yeah so everyone you know love you boys just have a have a good show and uh yeah keep keep making the good content white power thank you very much uh chris we, we all know that new york city is a safe haven for white supremacists i'm just glad that he's that he's finally returning back to normal, Chris. After yeah, quitting drinking, exactly. Uh, he's returning back to the Chris that we we grew to love and uh, support and cherish and um, lust after for some of us. Charlottesville's only a couple hours away from New York. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we know he's not Paul Simon because he's definitely not the loneliest boy in New York. Ooh. Oh, yeah, I'm running it. for something too. Tom, get your train ride on time. I know your puddle do fine. Fly down to Mexico. Don't the don't don't the don't. Here I am, the only living boy in New York. The only living boy in New York. That was written when Art Garfunkel went to Mexico to film. Catch Catch 22. Uh, That's when um, they started going their own separate ways. That song came out on Bridge Over to Old Water in 1970, which was their last album together after five albums. Um, One of the best albums of all time, I'd say. Uh, Only Living Boy in New York. (coughs) Fantastic song. Beautiful song. Um, You heard it. It's time for the viral audio clip of the week. <laughs> Our next one comes. Tristan and Nora's Infinite Playlist. Our, our, is that John Krasinski? Uh, no, it's Michael Sarah and Kat Dennings. Kat Dennings. Yeah. BJ Novak? No. And Mindy Kaling? No, sir. <laughs> Steve Carell? <laughs> Ed? Here's Frank. Hey, guys. <laughs> Can you You're talking into a toilet? What's up, guys? I'm just... Uh, I'm in the bathroom at work again. There we go. I'm at awesome. my, my dad. He's got this rental house, and I'm just like basically picking up sticks and putting them in his trash bags nice. and cutting the grass Honest and work. shit like that. Man's work. Oh, God. I just took a. I was just chiefing on a big ass roach. Yeah. I'm sitting on the porch. Hey. 
I thought I'd just uh, have a question that someone had asked. Uh, I was wondering if you guys ever had any like weird thing that you did as a kid that would like you know be kind of kind of embarrassing or whatever. I uh, when I was a kid, not not really little, I was like five or six. I went through a period of time, maybe like a year, where I just didn't wipe my ass ever or, or clean it. I would just take a shit and then get up like everything was normal and go about my day. And I would be at like baseball games out in left field because that's, you know, where they put me. Just with shit-ass maximum. Like it would dry out and crack. I think I probably have like scars in my asshole today. I don't know. I don't really check. But, um, yeah, also when I was a kid, uh, (laughs) this is kind of embarrassing. When I was a kid, uh, I thought that you know how humans evolved from apes? Well, I thought that white people evolved from apes. Mm. And I thought that Asian people evolved from, like, insects or something. <laughs> okay. Because my grandpa, whenever he saw an Asian person, he would always refer to them as bug people. Okay. Oh, God. And, uh, <laughs> Okay. Um, yes, sir. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm going to save this bit. Maybe do a little bit of ASMR for you guys. Hold on. Yes, sir. He's going to shit. Is he going to shit? I wonder where his grandfather thought black people came from. He's pissing. You knew he was going to be pissed. Did he shit? Oh, on camera just okay. on flushing video? the shit. Like, why he did said it, something about shit and poop at the end. He was talking to a toilet the entire time. Why so did I, it sound like he sang part of Hollaback Girl at the end? <laughs> 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 um, Frank, uh, I don't really. I when I was younger, I would pee in the toilet and not flush it. I don't think you should flush pee if it's brown. Flush it down. If it's yellow, let it mellow. It's mm-hmm. kind of it's in, the, it's in the Bible and stuff. Yeah. Um, that's the only, that, that's the only thing I'm comfortable saying on the podcast that I used to do, because there's some pretty bad stuff I did as a kid. You said Same. everything else. Yeah, I said, I said everything else. Um, yeah. Johnny? Um, uh, well, okay. I used to, I used to have this, uh, condition called encopresis. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Encopresis gang. Yeah, it's when, when your, your, your butthole muscles aren't, uh, super strong. So you just shit your pants. It's because you do too many poppers. Right. At when I was ten. Um yes, yeah, so you just like you don't realize you just shit your pants really? until you smell it pretty much. Yeah, How that, do you I fix that? that? Uh you put zip ties in your asshole or something? Uh kegel exercises. Stop. <laughs> That's a vagina thing, right? Can yeah. you do asshole kegels? <laughs> Doing them right now. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, that, that's what I've been smelling. <laughs> oh, actually, do you not know that you can do yeah. man kegels? Yeah, man, get tight. Like, your asshole or your pee hole? Tighten that butt. You just hole. like I don't do know right now. Like it's like you're um in certain videos that's called winking. Oh, Ooh. yeah. Make well, it's supposed to make way. you. It gives you distance on your shots too. Your shit shots? No, mm-hmm. on your coom shots. Oh really? Yeah, I don't have a problem with that because like it because it's the muscle that like kind of is right he, under your prostate. Yeah. Here's an embarrassing thing. I don't need any more distance. Here's no. Let's get oh. to that. Um, here's an embarrassing thing. It happened not when I was a kid, but probably a couple of years ago. Uh, in my bedroom, 
over my head on my uh, headboard behind me was a big picture of Frank Zappa, Frank Zappa in a frame. And I called it my Frank Zappa cum poster because to all my family listening to this, maybe you want to turn this off. <laughs> um, Too I late. Sh- I shoot very far ropes. Oh. I shoot about four full ropes. I just arcing I, ropes I, of jism. I coom a lot. And, um, it's like and, Spider-Man in there. It's and like, it, it would shoot so far. It would, it would hit the back. Swap. It would hit on the Frank Zappa poster. It would shoot up over your head. And shoot up over flat. my head. And, um, nice uh, on. I might, I, 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 I might be able to make some money off that. Um, not the poster, but that talent. Yeah, just sell videos. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, subscribe to my OnlyFans, TristanHorseCumMan.com. Uh, <laughs> so I was my Frank Zappa cum poster because there was tried cum all over it. Yeah. I finally threw that frame away after a while. I grew oh, up. That's, you know. good, that's good. Um, that's actually, good. it might still be in that frame. Who knows? Uh, do mm-hmm. I want to go to Walmart and buy a lo- a, an $11 frame? I don't have the time for that. No. Um, cum is money. You know what I mean? Um, Rudy, anything embarrassing? Um, Except for your endometriosis? Well, okay. Very harmful disease. It no, affects, yeah, affects many women. Yeah, it's true. Um, to all my bummer. To, to, to all of my endometriosis girls out yeah. there, give me a call. I can fix um, it for you. Is that the thing where they put their knee on backwards? It's some no. That's no. that's um, something plastic. Your like uterine wall like grows out of yeah. your hubby, and mm-hmm. like it like goes and like gets out at night. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like Toy Story. I had I forget what it's called, but like your your balls get real big. Uh, elephantitis no it's what John uh, Merrick had called yeah, like they man. swell with liquid it's called being a man yeah, it's uh, called being a, whenever I was like I huge balls whenever I was like seven I had it was lefty he was being a real pain in the dick literally hey. sometimes um, and I was a country boy so uh, hell yeah no shoes also as a kid for some reason wasn't a big fan of underwear never, I've never been a big underwear wearer never wore underwear I still go commando Just most of the time foot and mouth on your balls I don't know Just what that means snout hoof and what does tail foot and mouth on my balls foot, mean Steven foot and mouth disease did you get it's it in your balls? Kids and it's something kids get because they're dirty. No, I was pretty clean. I was a clean kid, relatively. That's true. I, yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't. Lo- I wasn't trying to be a bad guy. I was yeah. asking. No, I just didn't know what it meant. Yeah. Okay. Like, um. All right. Sorry. A bridge Steven's version. Someone asked me about the gay shit. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I just have like a distinct memory of my pediatrician. I was like seven, I think. Uh, of my pediatrician and, on your balls. and my dad just be like that's your dentist yeah like that one's like really big and then like a minute later they'd be like oh now it's normal huh and it's like stuck with me I'm like I just had my fucking balls examined as well, like as one of them was morphing so uh while Rudy isn't gaslighting me it's you, my turn you to look talk. like you you look like radar right now from uh mash <laughs> <laughs> um I don't I don't really have like a and lot I'm of I'm Alan Alda I don't have a lot of I don't have a lot of like embarrassing stories from my childhood because I probably like blacked them out that much Mm. I uh when I was like six or seven I had a really bad crush on a girl that was in my um elementary school class and there was a there was a mural and my mom worked at the elementary school that I went to so like I would like stay after school a lot there was a mural that all the kids had made of like tiles with their like outlines of their hands painted on them and they wrote on the bottom so like I knew where this girl's mural was and like my hand was in the mural of course too so like after school when nobody was around I would go up to the mural and I would like touch her hand with my hand and then I would touch uh, my own hand mural after I touched hers and now I do a thing where like I held my hands together That's like we were holding sweet. hands it is and that is the most fucking cringe story I've ever yeah, but you were a young boy bad. and that's sweet that's not too bad we um my cousin and I speaking of like pussy and hands um 
There was a tree in my woods uh, that looked like a vagina. Mm-hmm. There's like a big fat pussy on it. Mm-hmm. And my cousin and I used to visit there and look at it and say, yeah, it looks like a vagina. Nice. You're like the most fucked up version of Shel Silverstein. For <laughs> <laughs> shizzle. All right, next one comes from TC. He's going by the name TC now. I don't know what TC stands for. Oh, like Magnum PI. <laughs> Hey, Horse House. This is uh, TC calling from Jacksonville 904. This is T. Uh, this is Tall Dude. Yeah, Tall C. Tall C. Christian. He's been on the podcast. We know his name. Yeah. <laughs> so it's right. TC, Tall Christian. I just never heard that name from him before. Like Rich Brian. Yeah. Like Kevin Garnett? Uncut Gems? No. This is how he win. The big ticket. All right, back to TC. Hey, I just got done watching the latest episode of CBS All Access exclusive drama, sci-fi drama, Star Trek Picard, and I was wondering what you guys thought about the series so far. (laughs) I'm just glad, personally, no spoilers, to know that in in a future where humanity finally defeats prejudice, gets its shit together, and goes out and explores the stars. There's been three episodes of this show and three very violent knife fights in each episode. Yes. So it's it's really good. A show starring a 79-year-old <laughs> Sir Patrick Stewart has a three violent knife fights in it in the yes. first three episodes. And then after each episode, I get to watch the Will Wheaton-hosted after show Talking called dead. The Ready Room, where he says, Engage. So that's my life right now. Yes, sir. Anyways, this won't make any sense to anyone who doesn't like watching uh, terrible shit on CBS All Access. So, hope you guys have a good uh, show. Bye. Now, I've only ever been a big fan of TOS, um, mm-hmm. uh, Spock, Kirk, all those people, Chekhov, Uhura. Big fat fan of Data. F- yes, and uh, yeah, yeah, Data's fat and old now uh, in, in the new Picard true? series. Yeah, yeah it's weird. Um, I, I, watched, I watched the Red Letter no. Media... Um, Half in the bag of Picard. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think it was a half. I was just a special presentation where they talked about. Sorry, it was review. Was it review? It was. Re- I don't know. Good it, content. I watched it. And um, you watch review now? No, no. And their biggest bitch was in uh, tall TC. Kind of touched on this. You know, in the, in the world of Star Trek, we're still in the future now. We've put prejudice behind us, and we all live peacefully. The races, and I guess in this, there's like a, some futuristic Fox News. And it's, um, I guess they've muddled it with a lot of like, um, kind of like parallels with politics nowadays in the real world. And I guess it kind of just muddles up like the awesome feature that Star Trek presented. So you, so you know what you're saying? The writers, the writers, they're speaking in metaphors. <laughs> Timba, his arms wide. Damek at Jalad at Tanagra. Yeah, thank you, TC. We love you very much. Come back. I should check out the show. Frank. Yeah, my question was for all three of you guys. There's four. I was wondering if you if you were a famous serial killer, which famous serial killer would you be? I was thinking Tristan would be kind of like a, you know Ted Bundy because he's kind of like a like you know kind of a, a, a ladies' man, like sort of a, a swarthy, handsome you know. Thank you. Anyways. Yeah, which one would you be? I'm I'm very honored that I would be Ted Bundy since he was a bit of a gash killer back in the day, literally and figuratively. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Uh, although I have a bit of a funny story about me and Eric Andre. I was at a live comedy show of Eric Andre's in uh, Gainesville, at High Tops in Gainesville. And uh, I was drinking a, a bottle of ranch with a straw in the front row. I don't do that stuff anymore. It's kind of cringe now looking back. You were but just it, trying to get his attention. It was a big hit. And he saw me. And he said, "Ah, oh, what, what the fuck? You're drinking straight ranch, looking like uh, looking like John Wayne fucking Gacy down there." <laughs> it's back. Uh, I was a lot chubbier. I had kind of shade in the sun, a bit of a quaff on the forehead, mustache. I looked like John Wayne Gacy. There's another connection with the when I saw Eric Andre. I was at the 10 p.m. show. There was a 12 a.m. show. Uh, I was supposed to hang out with Eric Andre that night, but the, my friend who drove me up there had to wake up early the next morning. Uh, Eric Andre said, let's hang out after the 12 o'clock show. I said, okay. My friend said, uh, I got to drive to Tallahassee in the morning, so uh, we can't stay. Fucking shitty friend. Yeah, uh, he's not my friend anymore. And um, Good. I would have stayed anyway. Yeah, she yeah, got an Uber. Yeah, I got an Uber, uh, t- uh, Uber for two hours. Fucking that, worth yeah. it. Um, oh, I thought Eric Andre would have paid for it. It's true, yeah. Hang out with Eric. Oh, fuck. Anyways, um, guess who was at that 12 o'clock show? Chris, our good friend Chris, John Wayne Gacy, and Damn. that's that's how I met Chris. Um, I tagged the Eric Andre. Uh, I tagged High Tops. Was it called High Tops? I think it's High Tops. I don't yeah, know if, is it High Tops? And um, they have some good acts. Like Henry Rollins was there a couple years ago. Um, uh, friend of and, the show, yeah, friend of the show, uh, Henry Rollins. And um, and I tagged the the venue. And I guess Chris was going through the tags the next day and liked my picture. And then that's how we met each other. He was. It's funny that me and Chris crossed paths at one point. Didn't even know Chris each Cross. other. Crisscross. Got to make a jump. Yeah. Uh, Crisscross is um, Chris Griffin's name in Family Guy. His middle name is Cross as a little homage to Crisscross. Why are you so horny for Seth MacFarlane <laughs> in this episode? <laughs> Seth MacFarlane's a handsome guy. He is. He's classy, too. Should have died. And like, you almost, died and like you almost met Chris at High Tops. Seth MacFarlane almost met the hijackers. <laughs> <laughs> this is the longest voicemail segment we've ever had. <laughs> anyway, what, what serial killer would you guys be? Oh, yeah. Um, I, I would like to be Ted Bundy, um, but I'd have to go with John Wayne Gacy. Zodiac. Gacy. Um, Zodiac. Zodiac, for Zodiac. sure. Rudy? The Riddler. <laughs> <laughs> Barack Obama. <laughs> Woo! Not a political podcast. The, um, Got him. Uh, here's our next caller. Haiku guy. Oh, good evening, fellas. Ugh. This is the sexy haiku guy giving you this a call. I'm so very sorry I missed the 20th episode. It's okay. I cried for days and days and days. But I've got a new batch of haikus just for you. Here we go. Plural. One whiff of your scent, and I'm face deep in your crotch until you climax. Zootalore. Haiku number two. Sex with a stranger, sometimes it's the way to go. No names, just pleasure. (laughs) Number three. Touch yourself for me, then I'll ride you like a horse. I make you happy. I make you happy. Number four. Getting wet, I see. Your pussy. My tongue. My dick. Ready for seconds. Number five. Testicles need love. So give him a ball massage. Then call him your slave. That's stupid. And a special haiku number six. Undress already. I like you better naked. Jiggling your boobies. Bye, guys. 
<laughs> thank you. Can thank we you. trace that call? <laughs> thank, you. thank you, God. I actually got the phone number right here. You want to hear it? <laughs> it's 911. Uh, that's the thing about um, these voicemails. I have all of you guys' phone numbers here. Uh, no, I'm surprised they allow that. Uh, that, was, that was really good, sexy haiku guy. Yeah, thank you, sexy haiku guy. We love you. He's the best. So, a couple of podcasts ago, back when the Horse House was still being constructed, the new studio, the Horse House studio, uh, we did our draft picks for who would die. And I guess like Lord for the ovarian cancer, Betty White from Suicide. Um, uh, I have a bit of a winner, though. It is Kirk Douglas. Kirk Douglas, Jewish Yoda, has bit the dust. Thank you, Kirk, for your sacrifice to help me pwn all these noobs. Uh, so you get one point for yeah. it being uh, your closest draft pick. Thank you. What do I get? Well, one, we'll one find point. out at the end of the year, I guess. All right. So thank you so much to Kirk Douglas for all the support and all mm-hmm. the death. Michael um, Douglas is sad right now. Michael Douglas. Um, He's face deep in Catherine Zeta-Jones' vagina. Yeah, getting more throat cancer. Could you imagine? He said. That'd be the coolest way to die. Kirk from was throat cancer from eating bad pussy. I mean, if it happened immediately, yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah, but you, you had to go through like, and, and then you might have the, you might end up like, um, fucking, God, what's his name? Val Kilmer. I can't believe they. Uh, <laughs> hello, my name is Val Kilmer. <laughs> I can't believe that's they... evil. I'm your Huckleberry. <laughs> <laughs> He was beautiful in the 90s. It's a shame. I can't believe they crucified him like the end of Spartacus, too. Kirk Douglas. Val Kilmer. (sighs) Steven, that's so fucking rude, dude. (laughs) All right, anyway. He fucking died. Am I wrong for saying that I always get Martin Sheen confused with... uh, Michael Douglas? Michael Douglas. I used to when I was younger, then I grew Uh up now. I matured and became super smart and muscular. Emilio Estevez is my favorite. Emilio Estevez, Repo Man, great movie. Fucking love that. Him and Harry Dean Stanton. Yeah, man. We watched that movie in the parking lot of Maranatha Baptist Church. Waiting for Jimmy Carter, yeah. (laughs) That's true. We we went to see him speak at his church and we had to spend the night at the parking lot. And we watched Repo Man. Hey, did you guys hear about fucking Orson Bean, the old comedian and actor? He got hit by a fucking car. He got hit by a car at 91 years old and died. Oof. Why is he walking around the street? You're 91. Stay at home. Dementia. Well, (laughs) I guess... I I guess so. Thank you, Dave Mustaine from the Sweating Bullets music video. (laughs) I guess you could say, uh... Mr. Bean took one more pratfall, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Stupid. Speaking of death, uh, Mr. Peanut died in a helicopter crash recently, and he came back... (laughs) He came back during the Super Bowl, Sunday Super Bowl. Yeah, with um, Wesley Snipes. With the, and he came back as Baby Nut, which um, which wrought the hashtag on Twitter, hashtag Baby Nut. And, um, I'm sorry, or, but... Or, or I, as it will sound in post, hashtag yeah, Exactly. I, um, I cannot say that on Twitter, Baby Nut. That will be on some sort of FBI list. Um, I wish they could have gone with a different hashtag for that. Like baby peanut. Like baby baby peanut. Wait, wait like, come on. Was it like hashtag in the commercial? Like guys get tweeting? Yeah, or was that like nut. Yeah, it said hashtag, hashtag baby nut. Baby nut do 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 do. Baby nut do 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 do. Baby nut do 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 do. Baby nut. 
Mommy nut do 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 mommy nut do 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 mommy nut do 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 mommy nut do do daddy nut do 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 daddy nut do 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 daddy nut do 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 daddy nut cousin it's grandma and grandpa do you think there was like a a marketing meeting that they had like where the where the chief marketing officer was like do you think baby nut could be an issue? And they're like, no, babies can't nut. People. <laughs> oh, well, like, clearly that can't be a thing because it doesn't exist, right? Oh, right. God. And they're like, yeah, ship it. <laughs> if you go, if you go, fuck it, baby nut. 